and welcome to Bespoke Speaks. This is Bespoke Communications podcast about anything and everything to do with communication. I'm Christine, and today I'm here to talk to you about the question, what is the link between voice coaching and mindfulness? So mindfulness is pretty hot right now. In fact, it's been hot for quite a while now. So let me tell you what I mean when I say the word mindfulness, right? To me, mindfulness, boiled down to its essence, is being in the here and now. And there are many strategies and many practices for becoming more mindful, and they've all been grouped into this movement called mindfulness. So I'm here to talk to you today about, okay, well, why would that be relevant? Why would this idea, this movement, these strategies of mindfulness, why would they be relevant at all in voice and communication coaching? So let's start by talking about the typical issues that come up with clients and why they tend to come see me. So whenever a new client comes to work with me, it's often for one of these reasons. They don't feel like their voices are strong enough. They don't feel like their voices are an accurate reflection of who they are. They might either feel this way or they might have gotten feedback that their voices are too quiet or too loud or their articulation isn't clear enough, like maybe they mumble. Maybe they want to sound more authoritative and they want to have more gravitas, not just in their voice, but in their general communication presence. They might want to feel more confident in how they communicate. And something that links with that is they might suffer from performance anxiety or anxiety around public speaking, especially things like stage fright, quote unquote. They might want to work more on their presence in their communication, and that can link with authority and gravitas, or just generally they might feel like their presence is a bit too small or a bit too big when they communicate. They might struggle to breathe easily, and maybe they don't struggle to breathe breathe easily just generally, but they might, when the stakes of the communication context are high for them, so when they're in a situation that really matters to them. So it's, it's generally something along those lines. That's why I tend to see clients. And when they come to work with me, they're not surprised at all when we work on things like body language, breathing, vocal techniques, right? Because that's clearly what you would work on with a voice and communication coach. And we work on those a lot. But often that's not how we start. So often, after we have a discussion about why they're there, I start with something that I tell them at first may seem to have nothing at all to do with why they're there. We begin with a mindful practice, a mindfulness practice called orientation. Not always, but a lot of the times. So this orientation practice is a practice where we connect to the environment through the senses. And you can find orientation practices, by the way, all over this podcast. So we just released a series called How to Stay Present in Unprecedented Times. It's a series that we made specifically um, for the COVID situation that we have all been living through. Uh, So those, if you're more curious about exploring orientation, those are specifically dedicated orientation practices that you can check out. But let's just do a mini orientation now 
so you can get a little taste of how this exercise works. Okay, so right from where you are, just take a moment to allow your eyes to wander and let your eyes really go wherever they want to go. Notice what your eyes are receiving. What sounds are coming to your ears? What's the quality of the air where you are? Where are you feeling the support of the surface that you're on? Whether you're walking and you're feeling the support of the ground, or maybe you're standing, where are you feeling the support of the floor? If you're sitting, are you sitting on a chair or a couch? Where do you feel that support? Where are you feeling contact with your clothes? So what parts of you are clothed and what's the heaviness or lightness of that clothing? What's the texture of it? What's the fabric? Are there smells? Or tastes? Let's go back to the eyes. Let your eyes just wander around and just notice where do your eyes want to go? Let them go wherever they want to go. So notice if you're experiencing any kind of shift, no matter how small of a shift, after doing that exercise. So often what happens is that people report that they tend to feel a bit calmer, a bit more at ease, a bit more present in the here and now. And I always get so excited when they report this because for some of them, it might feel like a big shift. For some of them, it's just a teeny tiny shift. But really for me, the fact that that's happened for them is a huge shift, even if it feels small. And that shift was able to happen in a matter of a couple of minutes or less, right? It always takes longer when you have somebody coach you through it because it takes me longer to say it out loud than it does for you to do it, right? But the, the, the possibility here is that you can connect to your senses in like a minute or less and feel this shift of ease, of presence, of calm. And if you're feeling more present and at ease, oh my God, what a great place to communicate from in any context, it is so much easier to explore body language that makes you feel more confident, to explore breathing deeply and more easily and voicing your thoughts when you are feeling present and at ease. It's a lot harder to do any of the work that we would be doing together, the work on your body, the work on your breath, the work on your voice, if you're caught up in your thoughts, if you're spiraling out into worries about the past or the future. And we have all experienced this before because that is a huge part of being human. And we probably definitely all experienced it before in different communication contexts, right? If you have ever projected your worries or your feelings onto your audience, then you've experienced this before. And when I say audience, that could be an audience of one person. That could be an audience of 5,000 people, right? 
So examples of thoughts you might have if you're kind of busy spiraling out and projecting into the past or into the future, you might be having thoughts like, am I boring them? I don't want to waste their time. Why did I just say that? Why did I just do that? What if I get interrupted? I need to get this out before I get interrupted. Did what I just say sound stupid? Right? So thoughts like these, these are worries that aren't really happening in the present moment. Right? They're either happening, you're worrying about something you've already said or done, or you're worrying about something you're about to say or do. And those thoughts are going to probably make your body feel more tense, which is going to make your breath get higher, and that's going to make your voice either get squeakier or get more pushed. So this link between the body and the mind is real, y'all. The way you think has an effect, a real immediate effect on how your body is responding, and your voice gets made in your body. So the tighter your body is, the tighter your voice will be. It all connects. So this is why Lindsay and I here at Bespoke Communication believe in a holistic approach to communication training. Training that addresses your body, your breath, your voice, yes, but also your mind. Because in the end, all of them have an impact on each other. And in reality, they're not different things. It's all the same thing. We've gotten so used to this dark, uh, Descartesian split, right, that tells us that the mind and the body are different. And that's been um, such a philosophy in our Western culture for so long that we just act like that's what's true. But as you probably know, because this, you know, mindfulness is hot right now, the more research that they do between the mind-body link, the more they find it's one organism. These aren't two different things. We are one organism, and the body and the mind are actually one, right? So I would say to kind of try this out, and the next time you go out into a communication context that matters to you, Try that orientation practice that we did earlier in the episode. And you can also, if you want more in-depth ones, you can look into that Staying Present in Unprecedented Times series that we have on the podcast. So just try out those steps of connecting to your environment through your senses and see if it makes a difference to how you feel in your body. And notice if it's easier to breathe. And also, as you start speaking, don't listen to yourself, but just notice if your voice feels like it's coming out a little bit easier. Is it a little bit more powerful? Are you willing to take more time? Are you just naturally being a little bit clearer? Right, so you can also find other practices on our websites besides the ones I mentioned. Pretty much every warm-up we have has some kind of mindful component to it. It might not be specifically orientation, but some kind of listening in and tuning into what's going on internally as well as tuning out into the environment, really, really helpful. So it's not that working on your body and your breath and your voice also distinctly and differentiating between them isn't useful, but it's so much easier to do if you're already in a state of being that is more present and at ease. It's much easier to work on things like pace, pitch, articulation, volume, presence, gravitas, if you are already feeling more present and at ease in yourself. 
So I'd love to answer more questions you have about this if you have them. And I love, I'd love to hear how you find mindfulness to be helpful for you generally if you're already practicing it. And also specifically how you're using it in your communication context uh, or different communication contexts that you're working in and, and how has that helped you. Uh, I'd also love to hear from you if mindfulness is something that you really struggle with and if you tell us why, then maybe we can come up with some content that helps you address those struggles. So that's really a beginning of a conversation about the link between voice and mindfulness. If you want to get in touch with us, then you know we're very contactable. You can email us at bespokecontact at gmail.com. You can find us on Instagram at Bespoke Speaks or on Facebook at Bespoke Communication or on our website at bespoke-communication.com. So please reach out. We'd love to hear from you. We'd love to answer some more questions. Please share this episode with anybody you think would be interested. If you are enjoying these podcasts, don't forget to subscribe. And it would be great if you'd consider writing us a, a review, a rating and a review on iTunes. We, we really love to hear your feedback, especially if you're enjoying what you're hearing and you'd like to hear more. So that's it for this time. So we will see you next time. Thanks for tuning in, everybody. Have a good one. Bye.